I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Our theme song is a whole vibe. Welcome back. To Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. It's a new week right here on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel in conjunction with Wrestle Talk. You know what it is. Welcome. It's Tuesday, which means we're going to talk some Raw. We're going to have you guys on the show. It's the call in day, which means you get to have your say. And it also means I'm flanked by the effervescent Sae Niangi. All right, yo, it's me, Mr. Tuesday evening, Mama Nyangi's baby boy. Shout out to my younger brother, Max. He was participating in the chat. Usually, usually uses my sister's uh, YouTube account, Grace Angeline. But I told him, Max, get your own account and you can contribute. Wrestling Daily Community, what's up? Hey, Mac, what's up, mate? I feel like we're in our truth concert. What's up, brother? What's um, up? <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it's all good. All good for me. As I was saying to you earlier, um, I had my second jab today. So normality is approaching. I just felt rubbish this afternoon, though. Um, but you know how it is. Medication, back in business. Here we are. Could Didn't want to miss another wrestling daily. So I'm here to talk. As the title tells you, why is Raw so bad? Or is it that bad? These are the questions that myself and Sat are going to dive into. And I'm sure you guys at 25 Pass will help us do so as well. Uh, just to let you know, if you want to get your, your stuff in, I was going to say the S word, but you know how it goes. If you want to get your stuff in, as is wrestling, wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling. Daily, that will help you get an ultra chat in. You can dictate what we talk about on the show. Get your money's worth, fellas. Get involved. You could also see a lot of lovely people in the chat, like Bubba, like Lizzie Stallion, uh, who have got the the icon. That's what I'm going to call it. The icon next to them, meaning they are members of the Wrestling Daily Tribe. If you want to become one of those members too, we have a lovely little family over here. You know what to do. There's a, a little section next to the video that tells you how to become a member. There are tier systems of loyalty. There are emotes to use. There are, what, what emote are we going to have for Satini Angie? That's the question. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it was with Lex Luger. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm suggestions. Immortal words. Let's uh, collaborate on it. Yeah. Mm, yeah, anyone, anyone who's got ideas for what Sat's emote should be, tell us. Tell us in the live chat. We would love yes. 
to hear it. it you're far too level-headed for an emote, I feel. You're far too objective. And, you think so? Uh, I'm glad yeah. you think that. I'm glad you think that. I'm trying my best because uh, wrestling fans are known for being a bit mm, too subjective. So I'm thinking, you know, got to balance it a little bit. I'm not a Libra, what, but... <laughs> what about, right, sat with, you know, like, um, to, to, he's like a scholar. So you have like a graduation cap on the guy. I'm, I'm just spitballing ideas here. That could work. I don't mind it. I'm I'm an actual university graduate, so why not? And I actually got a picture as, with a cap on as well. As am I. This is a, a very scholar-heavy show. Sat the scholar. You heard it here first. Um, meat slapping emoji. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Beat the meat. Beat the meat. You heard me on Friday with yes. Pete Cornell. <laughs> uh, speaking of guests, this Friday, Adam Blompier is making his debut. Hey, Mac. Hey, Mac, you've been mm. saying this for the past three weeks. Are you sure? Is it this... actually is happening this time. Yes. Um, so, actually, it was it was last week that I was um, peddling that Adam would be on the show until Pete Cornell rightly told me and put me in my place and said, it's me this week. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, okay. uh, so, Pete, I had it in the wrong order. Pete is in, and Adam is this week. This is the week of the reverse Quizzlemania. We are going to put Adam through his paces. I have plans that I will be relaying to the Wrestling Daily team. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. There you go. Any sat emoji must represent his badass hair. Thanks, guys. Tell that to my mother. She's been telling me to cut it. Hear that, Mum? It's part of my gimmick now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a, mm, like a like a book. I was watching WCW '97, Booker right. T in his prime, brother. <laughs> no, I, I was trying to go for the Fred Yeh high from like six months ago, but yeah, sure, I take that. I take that. Sure, prime bookers, though. Yeah, fatter. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Raw. Man. Yeah, buddy. Let's do that before okay. we get into much else. Um, there you go. It's a hit at home. It's a hit. Um. Mama, Mama Niangi. There you go. She, I've, she needs an emote. That's what she yeah, needs. Yeah, she, she does. It should be her nagging or wagging her finger because <laughs> she's actually <laughs> mad at me that I name drop her every week. I make her sound nagging. She's a loving mum, but she does get up my butt about a lot of things. <laughs> Listen, I've had a, I've had a brainstorm. Like when when you or I say something bad, we need a video of your mum that I can have. At the ready, that goes. Uh, uh, uh. I'll, I'll do that. Uh, uh, uh. I'll do that. Mummy, hear that? We gotta, we, we, you know, we need to talk a bit. We need to talk. You need to get some deal. I'll give you a bit of my paycheck. It's not much, but I'll give you a little bit, mummy. <laughs> mummy, <laughs> she's my mummy. Anyway, I don't care. I'm a mama's boy. I said, yeah. It. All right, yeah, Robert, I'm ready. Amac, what yeah. do you think? <laughs> uh, beat oh, beat, right, Cherry. Greg Cherry's in the house. Greg Cherry is one of yeah, the smartest men in terms of wrestling knowledge. And yes, we are, Greg. You should come on board, brother. Come on, buddy. Brother. Uh, before we get going, man, Sat, how was the interview of Last Fan Standing? I believe it was their first interview. Am I right in saying it was your first interview? Was it a, yeah. a, a lovely debut? It, it was. It was also the day I debuted my, uh, you know, I shaved a little bit, guys. I'm showing a little bit more face than usual. It was nice, you know. Thank you, Tyler, for having me on. Callum kept on calling me Sam. My name is not Sam. It is Sat. Oh, e. No. Nyangi. The E oh, now no. stands for enraged. 
because you got my name <laughs> wrong. That's not my name. It's that. I kept just, I kept on saying autocorrect. Oh, I was trying to save him there, but he kept on flopping. Callum, if I have your own brother, we're going to get on one-on-one. Me and the AMAC daddy, we're going to break you in half. <laughs> ah! uh, yeah, there you go. He knows. Um, right. <laughs> Raw did take place last night. Uh, now, let's get into the main talking points of the show. And I'm going to throw to you first, Sat. I believe the discourse on Twitter was mostly centred around Nikki Ash was a high point, particularly because of how she was booked on the show. She opened it. There was a long diatribe to get to where we thought we were going to get to anyway. Uh, not just from her. I just mean in general, the whole, then Charlotte, then Rhea, then the uh, authority figures. The show closes with Flair beating the champion. Like, straight up beat her. Yeah. Um, which sets up the title match. I mean, I, I, oh, you can tell I want to swear. I hate how commonplace this is in WWE that champions are beaten to get a shot at the champion. I hate that. You've got so much talent around that you can do to build up and say, earn the shot, make your champions feel special. They haven't made Nikki feel special early on, have they? Um, I get it was a lot of heat for Charlotte and they're trying to go somewhere with this. What did you make of it, man? Is it a uh, great start to Nikki Ash's reign? Okay. There's two ways to look at, to look at it. Uh, let's start with a negative point. All right. Let's, let's get the negative point out of the way. Charlotte, incredible talent, but she's yes. been booked like triple H 2003, where she belittles the baby face and his little comeback. Cause yep. bless Nikki Ash and bless the fact that the, the crowd was on her side. Because babyface promos nowadays don't do well to jaded audience. But I think since COVID, we've now realigned our chakras. We're now more positive people for the next few months. Nikki Ash is meant to be, I guess, an underdog, which is quite hard to book when you're the champion. They, I mm -hmm. think they're going for the whole Rey Mysterio thing. But we know what happened with Rey Mysterio in 2006, which they, it didn't go well. well. Yeah, so I think the issue is that she was made to look like a goof. They did the costume. You know how fans, they're very preconditioned. It's kind of like Karrion Cross and NXT. As soon as you start mm. pointing out weaknesses and there's no retort. Like the rock, it's like, the, it's like roasting the rock and the rock has no comebacks. Eventually, you're not looked as cool when you're just getting hammered. It happened to Zack Ryder as well. He, he got the U US title, then you start chipping away at him and, and, and knocking him down. I guess, um, so that was, that was the negative. The positive is uh, it was a Nikki Ash heavy roar. She opened mm. it. And she closed it. And it's like a situation where I, I, all I want to say is wait and see. We would never book it that way. I mean, what was Rhea doing? Scratching her ass and catering? It could have it could have been Rhea versus Charlotte, as in who gets to be number one contender or some other convoluted reason that could have come up for a reason for them to face each other because they already set up SummerSlam. So there's no reason for Nikki Ash to be in the ring with Charlotte Flair. It just, it was just a... It was just convoluted. So, yeah. What did you think, mate? It's, uh, I don't mind a rematch for Charlotte Flair in essence because anyone who loses money, like via money in the bank like that, probably is due one. I think yeah. even like Kayfabe, you would say, you know, okay, they got kind of blindsided with money in the bank. Let's have a real match. Fine. They didn't really go that route. They went the whole convoluted who's going to be next for Nikki. 
And the fact that they've got this title match next week, it just leads me to believe they're opening the door for Becky Lynch somewhere along the way. Um, I, 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 Is it for the title? I, I just assumed they're just another meaningless rematch. Ah, uh, but why? Why would, I mean, it must be for the title. If it isn't, that's shocking. It isn't because because what oh. what happened was, <laughs> mate. I think you, I think you, you must have like had trauma and you're trying to I escape your yeah. Because what happened was, um, Nikki Ash went. I may have lost, but I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna challenge you again for next week. So Nikki issued a challenge. The title wasn't mentioned. So I assumed it's just another rematch because you know why the heck not. Oh my god. But what uh, else did you think of the show, though? I mean, there's, there's other things as well. I mean, there was a great match between is. Sheamus and uh, da- you know Damian Priest. You know, that was a great hard yeah. hitting match. I, I mean, there's a there's a few things, right? Like that was a good match. I thought Riddle and Morrison was good as well. Um, like the, Raw, I said this to you before we come on air. Like when I wake up and look at Twitter, I think, oh god, like Raw is like a house on fire. Everyone, everyone is crucifying it. And then I watch it, and it's not that bad, but it's not really good either, right? Like I get why people are frustrated with it. Um, I, I thought the Nikki Ash stuff, like, it's just not a great way to start a reign. I don't know where it's heading. I, I think it's probably going to be like a Nikki Charlotte Rhea deal at SummerSlam if Becky isn't involved. Although I think she'll be on the card somewhere. But like, Raw don't have many other options at the top than that. Like, and they're pretty much showing it now, and they're already blowing through the matches. Not a great sign. With uh, the rest of Raw, like, Damian Priest is somebody that I would say is actually a viable mid-card champion. And again, they've kind of just gone into it cold, which, yeah, you know, for me, that he, Damian Priest is someone I would quite like to see have a run with a belt like that. And obviously that's, you know, he's just been a, a hurdle for, for Sheamus, and that's it, really. I, I don't know if there's going to be much else to that. I think the main thing I didn't like about Raw, well, I did like the Keith Lee and um, Karrion Cross match. The match itself was good, right? Like, yeah, the action was decent and, you know, all of that good stuff. Why, though? Like, I, I don't understand why you would do that to Keith Lee at this point. Like, he, he, he needs wins in, like, the worst way from the way he, he kind of departed and we didn't see him for months. And then he comes back. There's no shame in losing to Bobby Lashley. And I guess in theory, or Karrion Cross had Karrion Cross not just had the week he just had. Like, it, th- there's just a lot to it. Like, I just thought, oh, like, that could have been a pay-per-view match, really, for Keith Lee yeah. and Karrion Cross. Like, if you give them some steam, you've got a big roster. Keith Lee could have been beating anyone to get into that spot, right? Like, you didn't even have like, Ricochet well on the show, right? No. Amazing at Money in the Bank. Doesn't matter off the show now. Uh, I just feel like there is a ton of guy, Angel Garza, what the hell is he doing? There's a lot of victories you could have given these people, but Keith Lee already is on the climb again, when I feel like it's really, really unnecessary. I'm trying not to speak biasly, because I see more upside in Keith Lee than I do in Karrion Cross. So, like, you know, let me get that out the way. I'm actually watching it, and I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. But still, objectively, if I'm, if I'm just trying to look at it in terms of a booking and how you can help the show and what's exciting and what's not, you could build those two. And then when they met, it would have meant more and people are going, Oh, well, it doesn't hurt the loser, but but it does for Keith Lee because the guy is winless. Where does he fit in on raw 
at the moment. Um, I just feel like Keith, obviously we know Karen Cross was meant to probably face Jeff Hardy. I get that. I don't know why you'd slide Keith Lee into that slot personally. That's just me. Uh, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Um, but the guy, I, I just feel like Keith Lee deserves a bit more. Uh, I would have done a bit more for Keith Lee in this situation. I don't feel like he's being presented in a great way by WWE right now. I could be wrong. That's how I feel. I, I, I agree with you. I feel, I feel like uh, Keith Lee has lost that aura that he had when he first came from NXT. And then there's a lot of behind the scene cryptic things going on. Because if you follow um, Keith Lee on Twitter, he keeps on mentioning there's a lot more to the story for the reason why he's been gone for six months. Mm. And then, you know, there's been some rumors, maybe he's on his way out and, you know, there's probably been disagreement about the, the rights to his name. I, I don't know. But it's very telling from the reaction just, he's been getting, yeah. Just, just to interject, like, I heard a load of different stuff while yeah. he was gone. Like, so stuff that you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't really want to pass comment on without knowing the full story, for instance. So I'm very intrigued to see what he will say. You know, we all heard there was, you know, Vince wanted to make him against Randy Orton last year, right? Yeah. That was true. That was true. He went over Randy clean. He wanted Randy to make him. And then you start hearing little things that maybe Vince wasn't totally happy with Keith Lee's in-ring work, which is, you know, to the untrained eye, I guess, staggering, uh, or the trained eye, for that matter. Um, or, you know, that his fitness wasn't quite there in the ring or whatnot. And I must say, like, watching the match last night, like, sometimes Keith Lee strikes don't look like they have that much behind him. I don't know whether he's gassing or not or whatever. But still, to say that Keith Lee's work, uh, I, f- I find very amusing. Uh, so that was one thing. But then there was other stuff where it might be that there's a medical issue, right? That's why he originally came out of the United States title match. He was meant to be an elimination chamber. We don't know the full story. And even us just saying here, all of the different elements of it, I don't think we can put the puzzle together. So only Keith Lee really can do that. Um, but yeah, just you can carry on. But I just wanted to interject and say like the Keith Lee kind of narrative, even the little murmurs that you hear, um, there, there seems to be a lot to it. It's not a straightforward thing. So, like, like you, just to add on to what you were saying, I agree with you. It could have been Angel Gaza versus Keith Lee. It could have been Drew Gulak versus Karrion Cross. You could have done weeks of them beating opponents, and then you have them to face each other at SummerSlam after some sort of face-off or running before on on Raw. But instead, they have a cold match with two guys who need wins. You know despite someone comparing it on Twitter to like The Rock versus Stone Cold for the IC title back in 97, wherever it was, in terms of context, (laughs) Austin Austin didn't lose to someone that he wasn't meant to lose in in two, three minutes or or so forth. Both guys, they need the push. Both guys, they were touted to be future main eventers. I think that's what's frustrating because they're saying they're not making new stars and you're two potential, you know, stars that can break out in 2021 and they're kind of floundering out of the gate. I mean... Uh, Karrion Cross has debuted. You, you know, you can't say it's a John Cena debut because when John Cena debuted, no one knew who he was, his OVW stuff and, and so forth. Karrion Cross would be conditioned to see him as a killer. He was undefeated and then he loses, you know, loses his debut match and he wins his second match, but he's not the same character we, we were rooting for to see in the main roster because he's lost Scarlet, you know? But, you know. Mm-hmm. And then and then they rubbed the hurt business in my face. Oh, I mean, on, they had all the members... In the ring, but not in the way we, we would have booked it. I mean, come on, guys. And Reginald, 
I love Reginald, <laughs> but they gave him a, a generic song. If you if you follow wrestling themes like I do, if you go on a WWE um, theme YouTube channel, Reginald's got a bang of a theme they haven't been playing live, just to let you know, AMAC, just in case you didn't know about stuff like that. But yeah, Hurt Business, come on, man. Uh, see, I thought, um, I still hate the fact that the Hurt Business isn't what it should be and that they split up in the first place. I don't think that really helped anything or anyone. And I look at where the Hurt Business were going or are are now. I, I thought that the, the COVID Kingston angle was kind of a redemption thing for Lashley. It was saved the week of it. But as much as I didn't like to see them fight or whatever, um, on Raw, I still actually thought it was a pretty good use of Lashley. It was a pretty yeah. good case for him. He looked dominant. You know, there was kind of the, the emotion attached because of who he was facing. He put in a great performance. He shone. That is the goal achieved in that respect. Because unfortunately, as WWE wanted to remind us instantly, as soon as Shelton and Cedric were out of the Hurt Business, they are not high on the WWE totem pole. So it's too much to expect them to be built up to be anything remotely challenging to Bobby. But still, Bobby's the big player right now. He did look good. I think I'm a huge Drew McIntyre fan. I think that him and the Jinder Mahal story sucks bad. Of Of all, you know, there's so much you can pull from on Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre, who, by the way, I know personally are very close friends in real life. They have, like through different parts of their journeys have really been there for each other you know, in and out of the ring. And instead we're talking about your family heirloom and, and all of this like absolute rubbish that, Oh man, you didn't respond to my texts. I broke your bike. Ah, ah. Quite and, juvenile. Uh, yeah. It's, it's just like McIntyre as well. It's just facing off against Jinder's henchmen to build to Jinder oh boy like, I don't know I didn't know I ever needed a gauntlet to get to to Jinder you know that's that's the right that's the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow is it If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I think the problem is, didn't they face each other before Money in the Bank? Was Didn't we have Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre in the ring? So mm-hmm. I think that's the issue already. They're already touched. So it's, not, it's, it's already been tainted. It's no longer feel special that our oh, two former 3MB you know, partners going one-on-one. It's just this this guy who's beating up my henchmen for not you know responding to my text. So it's all convoluted, mate. It's like, you, you can tell that most of the storylines is on the fly. It's probably a few minutes before the show starts, you know, whoever's handed to Vince McMahon's ripped up and redone, you know, I don't envy the writers, but it is very frustrating as wrestling fans like you and I and the wrestling daily community to watch is very hard. Mm, it is. Um, what accent was that then, Alex? Family? It's a bad gender. Obviously. No, no, I liked it. I heard, I heard my Maharaja. Heard, Randy, Randy Orton. Yes. <laughs> That's my there. <laughs> that Listen, I say all this, um, but I would never hinder the Jinder because it's thanks to Jinder Mahal I've been able to hold the WWE title once upon a time. Right? I interviewed him. He was the champ. He let me hold it. Therefore, Jinder's good. <laughs> Jinder is good He's great. in my books. Do I want to watch him and Drew? Oh, it doesn't strike me as a I, I think the thing that um, I guess is bothering me about this story more than anything is I feel like last year, yeah, Drew, Drew did stories really well during his championship reign, and and the, and the uh, they lent on history particularly well. I'm talking Dolph Ziggler, of course, that was how he was brought back into WWE. Even Heath Slater being inserted into that story, Bobby Lashley, and the whole. Um, Well, the way MVP got inserted into that and Drew, and they kind of said about, you know, we've wrestled before, Slammiversary. Like, there was a lot of story. And the promos of Randy Orton were incredible as well, by the way, and Drew heading into SummerSlam. I think it's just one of them things where this, they've tried to make interesting from what WWE perceives to be interesting. And it just ain't it. It just ain't. Um I wish, you know, I wish I could get more invested. I like both guys, but right now it's not working for me. Uh, Matthew Ledesma says, Thunder Rosa had a bigger pop in Elevation Dark last night than anyone on Raw last night. It's actually, actually true. Um, Thunder Rosa had a great pop, which you have to assume is like a, hey, welcome to AW officially pop. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't forget Yuka Sakazaki. She's over like Rover, guys. Don't forget. Um, hey, 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 hey. The thing we're going to be moving on to in a minute 
is welcoming your calls. I can see some guys waiting, waiting to get their slut, waiting to get their shot, brother. Um, a shock says, no, he doesn't. I was just about to put him in timeout. <laughs> Didn't mean to. Oh, 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 no. uh, uh, yeah, I clicked on the wrong button. I was like, oh, no. Uh, how was, how heavy, sorry, was the WWE Championship when you held it? Yeah, very. Um, it, uh, all of them are. Do you know the heaviest one is NXT UK one? I mean, Pete Dunn gave that to me at download a few years ago. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like really, you know, you earn their corn. They cost a lot of money. Um, but the WWE title, I was just like looking at it with, you know, beaming eyes. Oh my God, let me hold it, Jinder, please. But he was so nice about it. He was like, oh yeah, gone. Some of them are just like, get the hell off. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was cool. And also when, do you remember when, Sh- I think it was Shinsuke, got the new uh, new Intercontinental title? Yeah, yeah. Right, so he, I, I believe it was Shinsuke got given he, it. He was the first one, and, yeah. And then I saw him at the Rumble, which was like a couple of weeks later. And again, he let me like look at it and hold it. Now, that's that's a sexy belt. I know some people miss the white strap. Um, I don't. I don't really. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. Uh, anyway, so I mean, I, I think we've touched on the main points of Raw. Punjabi um, prison. That's what I want. Drew and my Maharaja in a Punjabi prison match at SummerSlam. Book it, guys. That's the only way I can forgive everything. Listen, listen. Give give me your real opinion. What did you think of Jinder and Randy in the Punjabi prison? You see Great Carly come back. That was incredible. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I'll actually, see my real opinion. Because, <laughs> because, because I like you, that actually hurt my heart a little bit. I was like, oh, no, he's being serious. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, listening. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm just... Because too many people are crapping on... Um, so people like Karen Cross and Jinder Mahal are big guys and they're crapping on the fact that they wrestle the modern WWE style, which I don't mind. Amac, you and I, we grew up on that style. I think we've yeah. become too spoiled on the fluid, you know, chain, re- chain, chain wrestling, you know, Lucha Libre style. I don't mind taking it back old school with, with the chin locks and the side headlocks and the sleeper holds. You know, I don't mind it. And, you know, Maharaja had a great performance in that Punjabi prison match. My word, my word, one of the worst matches I've ever seen. Um, let me say this uh, I saw SB3 come in with a very uh smart comment. It was because the show was in Texas where Thunder Rosa has started Mission Pro Wrestling promotion and it's her home base. It was taped before she was officially announced. I did not know that it was taped before she was announced, so that's very useful information. SB3, well done once again, my Wednesday co host. You know who he is. You know who that boy is. Uh, right. Let's get to the callers, shall we? I, f- I, I normally make notes of who did not get on last week. I feel like Bubba didn't get on. I remember he had a very brief cameo. He did. So I feel like Bubba should be first. We had, we had Tyler and Callum joint last, last week? Yeah, you did. It was Callum's birthday last week. Right. We're going to go Bubba. Then those two, Greg and Greg Cherry. Yeah, man. There's people banging around. Oh, my word. Look, you think that's all right, but it's not because. Ah, there you are. How are you, Bubba? Great merch. Can't hear you, though. Can't hear you, brother. Get yourself off mute. There it is. There it is. There we go. How are you? Sore, tired, hate work. Right. 
I mean, that that's a combination. What what do you do for a job, Bubba? I'm just working in a hotel. It's only summer job. It's not in. Uh, I remember summer jobs. Do you remember those days? Sat. I used to work in warehouses and stuff, and it sucked. Summer jobs. I was flat on my butt watching wrestling. I wish I was doing what you did, mummy. Mummy and Yankee took enough. care of you, brother. Mummy and Yankee took care of me. Yeah, I was. She didn't send you out to no warehouses. No, she no. didn't. It's too precious. I was just too precious. <laughs> I had to pay for insurance somehow. Well, this is true. Uh, Bubba, what do you want to say about Raw or anything else, brother? Oh, I'm only here to show the march. I'm, I, need, I need to go. Good merch. You go. You yeah. shoot if that's what you got to do. Promote it, buddy. Loving it. Yeah, good. Very good. Also, there was a tweet from the Wrestling Daily account earlier, which also peddled our merch. So, you know, you know what to do, guys. Make that's exactly why I came here. I wasn't going to come on, and it's out of tweets. She's like, okay, I need to actually show this merch. Well, I mean, we can only wish to look as good as you do in it, Bubba. But... Nonetheless, we will give it our best shot. There it is. Look at that. Boom. That is, oh, oh my God. Be a good egg and buy some merch. There you have it. Tremendous stuff, Bubba. This is always a problem now where I have to find the overlay. There, oh, who came in and did that? God damn it. Uh, Bubba, we won't keep any longer if you have to go, brother. Thank you very much for stopping by. Always appreciated, my friend. Let's touch. Oh, oh, my God. I can see a terrible person, a terrible, heinous person lurking in the background here. Get out. You have to wait your turn. We've already Whoa. told We've already told the people who are up next. Um, oh, I'm loving this. Where is Tyler? Stop mucking around, Tyler. Stop coming and going. What are you doing? Sorry. My what are you doing? Ah, oh, he's having a stinker. That means his co-host Callum. Is it? Hey. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Doing well yourselves? Not too bad at all, man. Not too bad. Uh, listen, I you've got an apology to make to one of the co-hosts here, and it ain't me. Callum, what's Sorry, my name? Shot. What's my name? What's my name? Shot. Say it! Shot. Acknowledge him! <laughs> I will acknowledge <laughs> Yes, the true the Jesus of professional wrestling. No, don't no. Okay, first of all, guys, hard G, never soft G, Nyangi, <laughs> not Nyangi, not a soft G. There's nothing soft about that Nyangi. It's hard G, not a soft G. Get it right, guys. The state of ya. Oh, it was very Jumanji esque. I'm not gonna lie. He he he, he turned your name into a film, man. What's going on? <laughs> Hey, Callum, you, uh, my name gets butchered, I shouldn't, I shouldn't laugh. What, Callum? I've got a heap of American friends that cannot pronounce Callum correctly. Mm, I, I can I can maybe understand that. I mean, if you're trying to interview people, man, you've got to learn some names. I'm not going to lie to you. Why do you think I get Tyler to do that shit? Oh, there you have it. I mean, Tyler can't even get a, a stable internet connection, can he? What's going on? Your kitchen's got a bad Wi-Fi, Tyler, oh, man. Oh, so my internet's just... Yeah, it has. It's a, it's a... No. Is it hurt? Buried. He left. He left. I didn't even chuck him. That's how bad his internet is. Callum, what do you want to say, brother? Hey, brother. First of all, thanks to Sat for last night, appearing on Last Fan Standing. Thank you for having me, man. I had a great time with you guys. AMAC yeah. made a quick, you know, drop in. We answered your question, by the way, what I thought about I us it. working together. 
I, I, I answered the it. question. I put you over big time, brother. Put you oh. over big time. That's my captain. The shit, doing. my big brother, right there, man. Mm. That's how we do it. Anything else, Callum? Do you want to comment on Raw, perhaps? It's Raw. It's yeah. like Raw has not been decent in how long? Like Heyman era, you can argue, but even that had its own issues as well. I, I mean, I feel, I feel sorry for Heyman because obviously a lot of his era came in the pandemic. So I do, yeah. you know, th- those those performance center shows were hard. They were hard, you know, before they had like the Thunderdome, which even that yeah. wasn't great, but that was a massive step up from the performance center. Um, I, I still think there's like decent roars every now and again. Yeah, in the last few, in the last, in the last few weeks, I've kind of been like, oh, yeah, that's a better roar, and that's a better yeah, one. But still, like, if, if you if you stand it next to like a SmackDown or a Dynamite, it becomes difficult. Yeah, it's like any sort of it's like it's it's like any sort of WWE production main roster. You do have to shuffle through the mud to find gold. Like on mm. the odd occasion, you will get the, like the odd good match. Like maybe like on the odd occasion. I, what I will say from watching it last night, it looks like we're heading to Riddle Orton, AJ almost, does it not? Yeah, that's kind of exciting actually. Um, Riddle is probably you know we I don't know if, who's well aware of this or not, but after Raw yesterday, this is another point we didn't even get onto. So Cena was there, and they didn't use him. He yeah, came he out and he did the dark match. match. He he tagged with Riddle. Against um, Mason T-Bar. I mean, poor Dijak, by the way. But yeah. um, they did not use John Cena, which is quite staggering. They could have definitely found mm-hmm. 10 minutes for John Cena on that show. Um, but Riddle, what I'm trying to say is Riddle does feel like one of the sort of surging perks of Raw, right? Like one yeah. of the upsides that they've got right now. Um and the Randy Orton story has a lot of legs. Other than that, are there many that you think, you know, what? who do you see blossoming on that show right now? I think it's quite hard. You know, we, like we talked earlier, you want Karrion Cross or a Keith Lee, but they're not, are they? Yeah. Realistically, it depends on who, it depends on what happens during the draft. It's like, who is, like, who's Raw going to keep, who's marketing gonna get who's smackdown gonna give up like honestly the women's division right now it's non non-existent you've got what maybe you've got three folk that could be the champion i knew charlotte but she's been champion since like day one since like day one you got Rhea, but then she just been champion and now we've got nikki ash who I know she's Scottish, but needs work for her to be champion. It needs work. Like realistically, in, in what way? In what way it needs work? I would have preferred Nikki as heel sanity Nikki as champion rather than superhero Nikki. Yeah, I, I probably would too. But would do, I, yeah, I, I think um, so, and th- th- that's kind of where I was going to quiz you too. I don't think Nikki needs work. Like she's very good. No, 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 but no, I know no. what you mean. The character, the, the character not, to be to be portrayed as the champion. I, I I understand. Um, and that's hard, man, because they've already kind of put her in the position of under 
Charlotte yeah. Flair and like you know the 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 super underdog, which is champion, is always really really. Sat said yeah. it earlier. Very very difficult spot. Um, how long do you think Nikki holds it? To be honest, yeah, she wins at SummerSlam, but then okay. she, but then she drops it at the next pay per view, which is probably what Extreme Rules. Yes. Yeah, I, I see. She drops it at Extreme Rules to. I'm gonna say Charlotte, just so when Becky comes back, she can hear a few we we Charlotte leading up to like Royal Rumble and in leading into 2022. I don't know if anyone saw the video of Nikki talking to me about her character, but it's quite staggering when you think of the merchandise possibilities and like the reach it will have, and WWE oh, being aimed at kids and the kids oh, God, loving that character. That, honestly, I'm telling you, you, don't underestimate it. You no just, brainer. I'm a huge fan of it for that reason. Mm, me too. This is when she's going to become like female John Cena, ain't it? Well, <laughs> if you get my if you get my drift, I do indeed. Callum, you've been wonderful as usual, my friend. We are going to have to move along to Greg Sherry. Make sure everyone gets a bit of time tonight. Uh, once again, well done on your interview with our good friend Sat E Niangi. Yeah, man. Thanks go. for coming, man. No problem. Take it easy. Um, before we before here, right? I need to. There's a comment I saw that I need to pull up. Grace Angeline. That's my brother oh, Max. Max, stop using Grace's account. That's my brother Max. I'll take the invasion angle over today's Raw. I who wouldn't? L listen, that wasn't as bad a time as everyone makes out. That's a hill I'm willing to die on. If you if you just take it for an en enjoyment purposes and not what it could have been. It was good. Fucking infinitely better than today. Jesus, oh, not even a discussion. Swear job. Ah! Sherry, here he is. Yes. Hello, brother. How you doing? Good to see How you, are you. Dude, um, my, my brother Max, a huge fan of yours. Can you shout out my brother Max? I'm sorry, I'm gonna put him over. My brother hey, Max. What's, what's up, Max? How you doing? Words hey, from the champ. You should char charge cameo there. I, I should. <laughs> Ten bucks to my PayPal right now. Um, I'll DM you. Uh, so. <laughs> So I was thinking about Raw, and more so I was thinking about what's going to happen after SummerSlam. And what I was wondering is, who do you think is going to benefit most from the draft after SummerSlam? Oof. We don't know. We, we've talked about September, October timeframe, whenever it's going to happen. But there are certain people who would benefit from a scenery change, whether it be from SmackDown to Raw, Raw to SmackDown, or an NXT call-up. Who do you think... One person from each brand, who do you think would benefit from a swap? So I'll let you go first, brother. All right, cool. Uh, Kevin Owens. I mean, mm. I feel like his story's been told in SmackDown. As much as I would like to see him 
If The Rock wasn't in the equation, I would say run it back to KO and Roman Reigns again. But uh, Kevin Owens is at a ceiling. I don't want him to turn heel again. I feel like he's found his footing as a baby face. He just needs a scenery change. And on Raw, the plans are not concrete for WrestleMania, so anyone can get into the picture. So I would like to see Kevin Owens on, on Raw. Uh, is Does NXT count for your question, Greg? Does yeah. NXT count? Um, mm. Adam Cole, man, he's so talented. I think, you know, despite the quote-unquote size limitation, I feel like you're given a nice injection of work rate needed on SmackDown because with Daniel Bryan gone and, 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 and you know, other wrestlers shuffling around, I think Adam Cole would be a great injection into SmackDown. And in terms of Raw, uh, who needs a change? I guess it's probably um, Keith Lee, maybe. Maybe Keith Lee shuffles over to SmackDown, possibly, because... You know, he's been on Raw, but hasn't really done anything of note. You know, maybe a roster change may rejuvenate him. And, uh, yeah, so I've got, at the moment, I'll, I'll, I'll think more in terms of the women. But, yeah, that's my, my three at the moment. Amac. Hey, uh So I agree with all of those. Like, Kevin Owens would have been my pick had I gone first. Same reason. Uh, I feel like he's ready to have a world title run again. Um, I know the word deserves is like a dirty one in wrestling, but I do feel like he deserves one. Um, and for the same reason, I would move Cesaro over because if you finally want him to ascend and become a world champion, that's the place where he can go and do it. The same reason Adam Cole should come up. I think Io Shirai should come up. I think she's done what she's got to do. Again, she could be an incredible injection into the Raw women's scene. I could really, really change things up for them. Um, from Raw, you could argue Drew needs a change of scenery. Um, again, like during his title reign, he pretty much had everyone. And I know that with people coming over from SmackDown, that's kind of different, right? Because he could get new opponents that way. Um, but I do think putting him and Roman on the same brand will happen sooner rather than later. Like, mm. you know, we know what WWE thinks about that pairing. Um, but who needs it? Hmm. I mean, God, there's a ton that like people just sitting around doing nothing on, on, on loads of brands. Yeah, Mia Yim hasn't even got on TV yet, which is criminal. You could repackage Dijak over to SmackDown and actually have a great talent. Um, man, there's a there's a ton of guys, I think, there. But um, yeah, I think if I had to nail it down and not use Sats picks, Cesaro, Shirai, Uh, I'm going to say Keith Lee. I know you kind of said Keith Lee, but I'm going to say that as well. He, Sami Zayn. He, Sami Zayn is another one you could move. But the thing is, if you move KO and Sami, they're just going to be together forever. Although <laughs> I have said this, um, I personally would love to see them be tag champs at some point. But there you have it. Uh, Greg, have you got any before I let you go, my friend? You got any that you want to talk about? Well, I have a championship match for the WTC Jack of All Trades Championship coming up this Ooh. Thursday on the Greg Cherry brand. It is a fatal four-way with uh, WFLA reporter Daisy Ruth, Russell Talks, Andy Datsun, uh, Stump the Bump competitor from WWE K-Zone, and my good buddy Travis Fame. It is a stacked match. I want everybody to check it out. I know it's a little late for you guys over there. It's 5 o'clock Eastern, so it'll be 10 o'clock your time, but it's available on demand after. So go check that out. Go subscribe. Anything helps. I'll be up. I've got kids. Don't you worry about that, brother. Um, yeah. Greg, one of the brightest brains in wrestling quizzing. Thank you very much for stopping by, my man. Take care yes. of yourself. Um, 
I, I like this one as well, by the way. Uh, Graham Caldwell said, do you think Ali and Mansoor, even though you spelled that wrong, but it's fine, are being paired together in order to become future tag team champions? I like the pairing, by the way. I'm going to come right out and say it. I like, um, I mean, Ali is, man, Ali's great. Anyone who doesn't think Ali's great, go ask questions. Um, and I think that's a really intriguing story. Intriguing question, uh, like intriguing pairing. They've built it a little bit. I'm all for it. Give me real teams like that. I don't mind. I'm not saying they're going to be champs, but I like it. Hey, Matt, question. Like, I originally thought the storyline was Mansell's going to turn heel, but do you think this is going to be a slow face turn for Ali, reluctantly? Because I feel like the storyline is Mansell is who he used to be. So he's too jaded and he yeah. wants to change him. But Mansell's but like... Let's find your heart. It's like a Disney story. Oh, well, yeah. So like, Ali's kind of like, you know nothing. You know what I mean? Like Because Ali's so jaded by what's going on. And Mansoor has the young enthusiasm that Ali once had. And Ali's trying to kind of tell him, like, no, mate, don't get sucked into all that malarkey. You know, that's not really how it is. But Mansoor's kind of infectious enthusiasm, um, you know, particularly you saw the way they won the, on Raw. I, I'm, I'm here for that. Like, it, it, it's, it's a nice little story going on on Raw, really. Like, under the... I know it's not one of the main stories, but it's one of the better stories they're telling, which is Agreed. saying something, to be honest. Mayor Facebook. Hey. Hey. How are you, brother? How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Very good. Very good. Very good. That's nice to hear. Even after all, <laughs> that's very nice I to know. hear. I <laughs> know. I've had enough time. Enough time to decompress. Uh, oh, man. What about you, man? What do you want to talk about? Initially, I wanted to talk about Raw, but we've talked about Raw long enough now. So I changed my mind. <laughs> and I wanted to talk about, uh, Seth has touched on the topic already. It's the uh, entrance theme of Retinold. Let's talk about okay. that. Because WrestleTalk.com, for all your latest WrestleTalk theme, news and Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, and AEW, can all your, you can do all your research there. What's the new theme song called and stuff like that. But for Retinold... The first song was called Le Vin Vin and was really <laughs> great and was awesome. It uh, fitted his character perfectly. But now they changed it for some reason to some generic stuff. I don't know. So what is your opinion on that? Oh, you just can't have good things. I'm AMAC. I'm not, I'm not even lying. I'll link it to you. His original track was very French sounding. It had a little, you know, intro spoken word parts and it sounded very Parisian. It matched him. It was super cool, but they've gone for this generic gymnastics kind of theme. I, I don't know, man. I, I love Reginald. He's not ready. He's still green. I think he's got potential to be incredible. And I love the fact that they've changed the 24-7 title storyline because I love our truth but we didn't get five years of Crash Holly chasing the hardcore title. Eventually, you have to have a turnaround oh, and, and evolve mm -hmm. the title. Yeah. I mean, you went from the Crash Hollies, you went to Steve Blackman, Raven, then Rob Van Dam made it a main event title because you had people like Kurt Angle winning it. You had Big Show, Undertaker, and so forth. So if they want to keep the 24-7 title, they need to evolve it. And I'm hoping with Reginald, he's not going to be like a two-week flavor of the week, like, you know, the ninja, you know, Tozawa. I'm hoping that it, it, it leads to evolution. So... Hopefully, yeah. hopefully so, because he is, he's quite great. He's green, yes, of course, but there's so much he can still do. He can 
do crazy moves, it appears. And uh, yeah, m maybe they should like give it time when they introduce the, these the, new theme songs. But the way uh, <laughs> the way he got out the ring yesterday, I was just like, whoa! Um, I thought he, I thought he kind of sucked that he did that and then had to run back and get the title to then go up the ramp again. I was yeah. like, ah, come on, brother! Because um, it, when uh, you know when Ricochet did like his version of that in NXT. Oh my god, that was so cool because he just landed and then he popped up, right? And Velveteen Dream, I think it was was it Dream at the time? Was yeah, it was. Like, yeah. What the hell? Um, and that sold the hell out of it. But um, yeah, it was still very cool. It was don't get me wrong. I just, I just little details, a bit like ah. Um, but I think that's interesting because like the original part, originals run, it's very hard to see the upside because he just was. You know the Somali, hey, um, and he was just kind of a bit part guy doing flips every now and again. But watching him be able to put it together, they could have something there, man. Like there really is something to flesh out there. Let's hope for the best. I, I still <laughs> think they ended the pairing with Carmella too early. I I enjoyed the the pairing. I feel like it had more legs. You know, mm. originally we assumed that Reginald was Carmella's spy, and it, it just. It's quite bizarre how quickly it ended because I feel like Carmella needs either a female sommelier. That's what I'm hoping for, to get someone from XT who's not doing much to be her female sommelier. Or, you know, I like the pairing of Reginald and Carmella. I just wanted to add that. A liar, oh, D, D, D Minor was waiting in the in the back and now he's gone. Oh, I'm upset about that. He was next. I wanted to speak to that guy. Oh, he's back. He's back. Okay. Hey, the guy who's following I take, take it easy, brother. Bye bye. Where are you going, D Minor? I'm right here, man. Ah, oh, he's back. Happened. Oh well, there he is. Here you go. We've got D Minor, and then we've got Luigi for the main event. There you go. What a uh, what a stack card that look, is. Look in my eyes. What do you see? It's D Minor on your phone and TV. I am back once again, ladies and gentlemen. It is clobbering time. <laughs> what time is it, brother? Uh what do you want to talk about, D Minor? I'm just glad to be back, guys. My God. As you can see, I'm not in the warehouse anymore. I'm actually exactly. Yeah, well, there you go. Oh, but, uh, the shifts have changed. Oh, yes. The, the, the tides have turned. It, it's, <laughs> it's a better place for me right now. Uh, so, as last time I was on here, I told you guys that I have been completely WWE free. I have still been on my sobriety of WWE programming. I am still AEW strong. Been getting back into getting back into Impact. Got trying to get into ROH and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. let's talk about AEW for a moment, ladies and gentlemen. We got Nick Gage coming up on Wednesday. And we got mm. some very good got some very good programming on Dark and uh, Elevation as well. I think tonight is supposed to be having uh, Big Swole and Diamante, which I wish they would have on Dynamite, because mm. I think that's their big thing. Uh, they need stories, but instead of them putting it on TV, they keep putting it on YouTube, which they can integrate that. That's that's their biggest thing. It's not, oh, we, they need more stars, stuff like that. It's putting certain matches on TV so that way they can start these feuds and then get stars. I, th I think um, it's interesting that you bring up AW because that's the thing, Sat. Because we follow Raw, like as in we're at the Tuesday show, yeah. you forget like Matt Cardona engaged. Obviously, at the weekend was like they were trending like on Twitter, man. Like it was massive for GCW. Um, AW had a killer show last week. 
you know, we don't even really think about SmackDown either, which had a great show closer with Balor and Reigns, which left everyone like, whoa. Um, but for me, and I've said this many times, outside of the fact, let's just, you know, let's park it at the door for a second that Punk and Brian might be coming to AW because that is insane to think about. But exactly, man. But I think AW do such an amazing job at kind of keeping their show fresh. I say this like nothing is routine in AW. We were talking about it earlier. Uh, WWE love to have a champion beaten so that you can then face that champion. Like that, that's something that they do literally on the road to every pay-per-view. It's like every few weeks. Uh, it's a formula. WWE have many of those. I feel like AW, nothing is the same. I was fully expecting the trial of Jericho or whatever it's called was just going to be... Yeah, Labour's Jericho was just going to be pinnacle members. You assumed as much. And then Nick Gage comes out. I didn't see it coming at all. What's better than that when you're watching wrestling, man? And it's like you you can't see it coming. It's like, oh, shit. Even like uh, Chavo Guerrero. I was like, oh, cool. Hey, Chavo. Um, you know, like. Uh, well, even, even think of like go, like go back like months before, before all this happened, where you still had MJF with the inner circle. Everybody was just like, oh, he just want to turn on and stuff like that. And yeah. then end up getting his own his own stable. Like, that was a complete twist right there. That was, I'm not going to say an M. Night Shyamalan level twist. But it, it was, <laughs> In wrestling. It, it was up there. It, yeah, it, no it, one it, saw it. But it no like, one saw it coming. Everybody was like, oh, well, he's just going to turn on him. He's going to try to get everybody to turn on Chris Jericho. And it was like, oh, no, not only did he turn on him, but he got four other guys to make his own faction. And was like completely out of left field. Would you say that AEW is like rejuvenated your love for wrestling? Honestly, yes. Because, like I said, because of the because Dynamite, Elevation, and Dark, and then now them adding Rampage, Rampage. in what, like mm. two weeks? Which I'm so excited for that. Unfortunately, I won't be able to get to see it live because I will be doing the show, but I will end up watching it later on. I'm excited because they can tie up so many things. They, this, is, this is what I'm kind of hoping for. I am hoping with Dynamite Rampage that they can show more of what they do on Dark and Dark Elevation, on the, on, especially on Rampage. Let that be mm-hmm. kind of like how WWE has main event make that kind of rampage but put it on a more scene level make, make it more scene show like who's coming up because i honestly i kind of saw dark and dark elevation as kind of how they do baseball with like the double a AA and triple a you make it to where you know you get all these wins show your talents and then move up to like dynamite but now because i have rampage i would like to see them going from dark and dark elevation onto Rampage, show their skills, get more wins with more high caliber competitors, then make their way over to Dynamite to where, you know, if you got the guys that can face, you know, Miro and Kenny and stuff like that, it don't it won't really hurt them if they get that lost because they're showing that they can prove themselves and they have that body of work. That's one of the main things too with AEW is where they move people up, but it's just like, and they give people certain matches, which they're always amazing. But it's just like, well, what did this person do to deserve it? Use that ranking system more. Get those mm-hmm. wins. Use that ranking system, and be like, okay, well, they beat these people. 
they're at this top of the rank. They always talk about that ranking now. They're like, oh, well, this person is here. They have these people facing each other for this and that. But with this, it's more established. I, I was really dubious, I don't know about you, Seth, about the ranking system when they first had it. I was like, oh, that, how's that going to work? Like, I really feel like they've done it well, though. Like, And then sometimes as well, because like, I don't watch every Dark or Dark Elevation, but I always Same, watch Dynamite. Yeah. And then... Um, I can't remember who was who it was the other day. I think it was like Penelope Ford, and they were like, "She's twelve and one this year." I was like, "Fuck, is she?" Like, yeah. and I don't know. Like, it just it just it just added to the match, right? Like the the, the just the positioning of it and where they are and the caliber of the opponent. It all just means more. Um, I was really really dubious, but I actually think they've styled it out great. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree the- with both of you guys. I think they should definitely show how they got to the ranking. I would like to see Penelope Ford's 12 victories because sometimes mm. I feel like they're padding numbers because I haven't seen the shows. I'm like, really? She had 12 matches and she's won that. I mean, gosh darn it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the, the, the one criticism I do have is they need to make it more spontaneous with like who wins certain stuff because you are getting in that routine where it's like, you already kind of know who's going to win what, you know, would make, make it to where, like, you know, like how to have it with, like, Wheeler Yuta, where he was beating, like, mm. some big names, stuff like that. Make that with more people. Like, make it to where, like, I know, I know with the champion stuff, they'll make it to where, like, the champions always lose stuff like that. But make it to where, like, they get, like, the, the competitor got close, where they, 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 they got, almost got, like, a quick win. Or they, you know, it's just, just a certain move could have almost made it there. Make us mm. believe it. Don't make it seem like, oh, well, this is like, well, of course, you know, the Young Bucks are going to win this. Make, remember when, like, Private Party was still big and they beat the Young Bucks in that yeah. tag team tournament? I want well, I, more I think, stuff like that. I think the, the one example that runs to my mind that I thought they did well was when they had, um, who did they have beat Hangman Page? Um, oh, Brian Cage. Page. No, uh, was it was it Brian Cage? Yeah, he, he did yeah. Up the power bomb. Yeah, and just... so like, he did him before the match, didn't he? And then he went on to yeah, right. Like, I knew it was someone from Team Taz. I couldn't figure out if it was Hobbs or Cage. Anyway, um, he beats Cage. Uh, Cage beats him, and that worked so well because if Page had kept winning at that point, he would have been right in line for Omega. And I didn't even clock that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was just like, oh, you know, I, I, I didn't really think about it. And it's a massive win for Brian Cage. <laughs> Etc. Um, that was an example where I thought they did it great, and it, and it all kind of meant something. But D Minor Man, you've been great as usual, my brother. Uh, we can't wait to welcome you back on. Uh, but the main you event. My plug something real quick. Hit it. It's a quick plug. So I got I, I am a DJ. D Minor is not my DJ name. My DJ name is actually DJ Frostbite. I am available if anybody's looking for a DJ. Um, and. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook are all DJ Frostbite is DJ F-O-R-Z-T-B-Y-T-E. Look me up. Um, I got Mixcloud, Soundcloud up right now. I'm starting to make more mixes. So if anybody needs DJ or anybody knows any clubs where they want to freshen up because where I'm at right now is very stale. I'm in Kansas, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, originally from <laughs> Chicago, but living in Kansas, it's horrible here. Uh, hoping to move soon. But if anybody needs a DJ, let me know. Uh, you heard the man, DJ Frostbite. He's ice cold. 
Everybody, get that man some work out there. God damn it. Uh, Dean Miner, come back whenever you want, my man. We will speak to you I later. I definitely will. It was, nice. it was nice to see you again, Alex. Sad. Nice, nice meeting you first time. Pleasure, man. Awesome. DJ Frostbite. Frostbite. Yo, it's Luigi. What's How going on? Louis, Louis, Louis. We want Louis. We want Louis. We want Louis. He's here, guy. That's Wonderkind. Oh, <laughs> I'm loving guy. it. I'm loving it. I'm loving the, the warm hey. reception. Why there not? you go. It was- it was worth the like forty minute wait, right? It was. <laughs> to be fair, I was just playing football manager in the background, watching the show. Good show. Very win-win. good. Win win. Exactly. Thank you, brother. Well, here we are on on Louis Dangor's brainchild. Sat. This is his. I know. You I know. know. He I had, know the history. And, and he now works at my brainchild. But you even taking it a step further, Luigi. You you've. Uh, I never had a YouTube channel there, and here you are, man, making moves. Yeah, I got a YouTube channel now. Give Me Sport WWE, where all my interviews go, which should be quite fun. We got had one up with Cesaro on Friday. We've is Biggie got, up yet? I haven't Biggie seen Biggie is up now. Biggie okay. went up yesterday. Uh, I chatted to him after his Money in the Bank win. Let me get the link and I will stick it in the chat. Uh, Biggie I, just need to wa- I just need to watch it to make sure it's not as good as mine. That's all no, I need to know. In fairness, <laughs> he didn't... He didn't... Um, he didn't uh, Sh- uh, like shamelessly. What you mean? He didn't do this, Big E. He's he's here on Talk Wrestling, home of the Big E push. How are you, Big E? I appreciate. It. Thanks for having me, Alex. Uh, and thank you for being arguably the greatest voice in, in all of, of wrestling. Arguably the greatest <laughs> voice in all of wrestling. You heard it. His words. Wow. He called me a sweetheart. So there I'll take go. that. I'll take that. Um, I had him at 8 a.m. his time, so I apologized to him beforehand um, for waking <laughs> him up so early. But it, it was very good fun. He he was a great guy. Um, yeah, but as my mother says, I can no longer put links in the chat, um, which is true. Oh, actually, I, I can. I have this power. Go on, Where do it. it. Put it in. Um, the hot tag. Uh, so, yeah, no, he was great. Uh, I've, I had Johnny Gargano the week before. That interview is going to be going up. Uh, later on this week, I had Cesaro. That's up there already. Uh, Flash Morgan Webster's going up soon. I had a little look on Talksport today, and you pinched one of my pieces from Flash Morgan Webster. Um, what was that? Praise from the Undertaker. Oh, he said that to you as well. What? Yeah. What a sellout. Um, so I was like, oh, what a great piece. SEO wise, it's good. Uh, get the Undertaker in there, great. And then I had a look at look on Talksport, and of course, oh, Al Mac beat me to the punch. Um, so no, it sh- should be very good. So if you guys want to give us a subscribe on the GMS YouTube channel, Give Me Sport WWE YouTube channel. Uh, that's where all my interviews are going, uh, especially my one with Big E, which I'm really proud of. So go and check it out. And there should be more, not just WWE ones coming soon. I, uh, I, I'm, I would shoot gonna watch that. Sat. <laughs> I do. You know, sometimes you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I actually am gonna watch that. Um, yeah, but you're only going to watch it to make sure he doesn't show you more love than he showed oh, me. Oh, guys. I'm, I'm protective over the <laughs> man. You know. I don't blame Listen, if you had FTR, I'd do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had them before, but, you know, I didn't get the Louis love. Yeah, let's exactly. be honest. And, exactly. and we've both had MJF, and we know how that went. So. I might be getting MJF again soon, which should be fun. Are you really? Are yeah. you really? Oh. I, funnily enough, got offered him 
when I had Britt Baker. And uh, and I was like, I don't know if I need to be crucified by MJF again this close. <laughs> like, give me Britt. Give me Britt. He'll be good for like social clips for us, kind of him just crapping on me. So or bad. Quite good. Yeah. It'll be good and uh, bad. Um, have you got anything else, WWE, on the horizon, brother? Uh, a couple of things, but as you know, best to until it's... Ah, you've learned this. I I've see learned you're this. learning already. There you until go. It, until it's signed, sealed, delivered, recorded, uh, audio sent to me. Uh, probably best not to share, really. Yeah. But a couple of exciting true. things, not just in the next week, but in the next... Sort of month, really. In the lead up I have, I have one Thursday. I wonder if we have the same one. I've got nothing yeah. confirmed dates yet, so maybe not. Oh, we'll chat. Okay, we'll chat. We'll chat. We'll chat. We'll chat. Anything else you want to talk about, brother? While you're here, yeah, raw. All right. Um, like, uh, you know me. I try to be positive, so I'll try and think of a few things to be positive about because there was some stuff to be positive about. Like Damian Priest and Sheamus had a good match. Yeah, you know what else is there to be positive it about? Is. Big E, he's he's here on Talk Wrestling, home of the Big E push. How are you, Big E? I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Alex. Uh, and thank you for being arguably the greatest voice in, in all of, of wrestling. I mean, I think. <laughs> How do you deal with him? Oh. I've missed this. I'm having a good time with you. I ain't going to lie, man. I, I, I thought I'm in on this attack. I'm, I'm loving this. <laughs> loving you being here. I, I, I'm a fly on the wall watching you guys interact, man. Literally. Beat the meat. Beat the meat. Come on, uh, Louis. <laughs> beat that meat, Louis. Come on, brother. I'm uh, not beating that meat. Um, but you, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let, let's <laughs> let's let's let's, 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 let's double down on this right now. How how are the Tinder chronicles of Louis Dangle? Oh man, come on. Um, are you locked? Has someone locked you down yet? I've seen you on dates. I'm I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm doing, doing all right. Mm. Are you in one woman or are you Tinder uh, playing multiple? Um, yeah. Right now, I, I'm I'm doing a couple of like you, you know when you're a free agent and you're on trial with a couple clubs. Sat, he's a player. Space <laughs> Mountain. Player. Someone's riding that Space Mountain. No, you, you're you're on trial with a couple clubs. Um, no one's like I, you. You haven't you haven't oh. seen your full time future with a club yet. Um, so I haven't seen my full-time future with the club yet, but we'll see. Right now, my future's with Give Me Sport. Uh, my, me sport uh, my eyes, eyes are genuinely watering at Louis and his Tinder escapades. Louis, continue with Raw, my friend. Um, Reginald was used well. Good. Yes, I he think was. You, it, it, Reginald was used well. Um, uh, Randy Orton should be back next week, apparently. That's good. Get him back. That is good. Although um, Riddle's done well, right? We're riddles done well, but like I'm ready for Orton. Um, other than that, Raw wasn't great. Um, I thought Veer wasn't as green as I thought he'd be. Um, positive in that. Uh, house shows are probably going to help with that. Um, Drew, I'm sure, helped him massively. Uh, other than that, yes, Raw wasn't the greatest show. Uh, SmackDown was very good last week. Uh, Finn Balor, that's a nice injection. Just Raw, it's... Yeah, the thing is with me, right? We all want to love the show. I'm not becoming a himbo. What is a himbo? Am I too old? To know uh, a, male, a male bimbo. Yeah. Oh. Did you not well, get that? I mean, was that was that was that not pretty obvious? I well, now that you've said it, yeah, but I honestly didn't know. I'm old. Uh cool. I have kids cool. and shit. But I mean older. I mean, you know, 
She's saying you're attractive in a roundabout way. I am. I am. I need to get my hair sorted, sort my facial hair. 10 out of 10. Um, Sounds like me, man. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm speaking for everyone. Honestly, the hair. But look, like, my hair's going back a bit now. Like, Welcome oh, to the I'm club. Sure, I'm sure you've got this problem. Sat, I, I have a very strong hairline. I was going to say, Sat, you've got a good my, hairline as well. My hairline's very Ow, Yours isn't bad either. Very strong. Mm, mine's not. My, my, mine's going back a bit. Um, Guys, what did you think of the Lily Lucian? Oh, mm. you didn't like that skit. You didn't like the Lily Lucian. It was it, it, it was it was okay. What I love, right, is you got polarizing Alexa Bliss, polarizing Eva Marie. Put them together. I don't care who wins or loses. You Can know? both of them lose? <laughs> well, do drop is the only highlight for me. I mean, she's doing good work love. right in the ring Bye-bye. and. You know, she's standing up for herself, even though the storyline is quite confusing because she's not really been subservient to even Marie. So, yeah. You don't know what's happening. That's the thing with Raw. Like, so much of it is, like, you want it to matter, but nothing really does matter, which is kind of disappointing. Like, what on the show is, like, that really mattered? Like, nothing. Like, even the main event of the show. I mean, to be be fair, nothing really matters. Nothing really matters apart from this. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm going to go back into StreamYard. Go back into the wrestling <laughs> Delete it. And delete that. <laughs> that lives forever. Trust me. I've got copy. Sure. Listen, let's uh, surmise here because we have gone 10 minutes over. Louis, have you got any closing thoughts on Raw or the direction of it right now? Because um, I think your points that you've articulated are actually it's pretty sound in the sense that there are a few kind of strong beats. This is the way I felt about it last year. I was like, you know, Drew's going well and whatever, and, you know, whoever is ticking along nicely. But overall, it's difficult, isn't it? It's, it is difficult. And I think the most upsetting thing is, you guys, me, we all grew up watching Raw. Whatever anyone says, we all want Raw to be good because it's the show we grew up watching. It's the show that is the longest show to watch. We spend more time of that watching it than anything else. We cover it. It, it, we want the show to be good. And it is disappointing when it isn't. I think AEW, the Dynamite has highlighted the issues with Raw because yeah. now it is so easy to go, look at what this other promotion is doing. Why can't you guys do the same thing or something similar? Like with the rematches, for example, before there'd be no point of comparison where there'd be impact. But I mean, three people watch impact. But now oh. with Dynamite, Three at a push, and one of them's Scott Demore. Um, but I like Scott Demore. Scott Demore's a nice guy. Yeah. Um, but because AW is so good, people are like looking at this as a point of comparison. But it's it, it is upsetting when Raw isn't good. Uh, some people do just want to crap on everything and can't see anything being good. Uh, some people are overly positive, um, probably when they shouldn't be. Myself included, sometimes. Um, but I think that if you look, there are some positives, there are some negatives. There are the, probably the negatives outweigh the positives right now. Um, but hopefully these are things that will be ironed out. I know we've been saying that for a while. But I'm cautiously quite optimistic for what the future is going to hold for WWE. Got Queen of the Ring coming up. Hopefully mm. a King of the Ring coming up. I know Andrew Zarian's shared some cool ideas. We might be getting some themed roars, which could kind of spice things up and make things a little bit more interesting. Even like the Rolling Loud Festival. On Friday, like it's something it looks, new. It looks cool. 
yeah. something new, something different. It gives it a unique feel where it's not just the same thing every week. Even just going to different venues as well. I, I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic for what the future is going to hold uh, for WWE and AEW. Listen, with, with, with everything, really. Um, cautiously yeah. optimistic. Matt J. Hendricks says, I disagree with Alex Eoshirai. I should never touch the main roster, not because she doesn't deserve it, but because Vince's track record of Japanese talent speaks for itself. Matt, I'm not going to argue with you, brother. Um, I know where you're coming from when you say that. Uh, in an ideal world, she would be great. I, I, I mean, I, I said the same with Rhea Ripley. I was like, she will be a great injection. Mm. Uh, technically, she is, but you know. Uh, anyway... Let's get to the ultra chat. We'll keep you on here, Louis, for this. It's from Tyler. And he says, uh, sorry, was having tech issues because I'm at my parents. I just wanted to say thank you again for Sat for coming on my channel. I wanted to ask you, Alex, how did I do for my first time interviewing someone? I'm having better internet next week. Um, do you know what? I watched, I'm totally honest, obviously I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched the first 510 and it felt like a conversation, which is a good thing. Uh, it didn't, you know, it wasn't just a back and forth Q&A. I liked it. You were cosy sat. I thought it gelled better than expected. I don't know how you yeah, couldn't yeah. have a good conversation with sat, though. I've got to be that, that easy. You, very you, easy. Sometimes you're going to have interviewees that are not as easy as sat. Um, ours probably had them. I've had them. Um, sometimes you got to put you got to put a lot of work in. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure sat made it a lot easier. Oh man, Louis put me over, man. That's one the kid, guys. <laughs> Look, I will say this: like, it, it was nice watching the show, like, because I've I've watched bits and bobs since busy man now. I can't watch all of it, um, but watch watched bits and bobs, uh, and it's the, uh, uh, you guys have got some good energy, some good synergy. It's nice. I mean, it's not as good as me and Alex, but it was never going to be. Um, yeah, it's better. <laughs> so I it, do agree. It, it's it, better. It, the bounce is better. Um, like, I, I mean, a handsome co-host, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and the arms. Look at the arms. It's about to pop. Oh, I mean, I mean, Louis, you're right. It is better oh. when you paved the way. You know, while you walked, oh. I'm running. I agree, guys. <laughs> Put those arms away. Put those arms away. <laughs> oh. Listen. It's been wonderful. Actually, it has been wonderful having you back, Louis. Uh, welcome back anytime, my man. In fact, we are going to be doing a Friday in the near future. I don't think it's next Friday. I think it's the one after, hopefully. But that's what we've got penciled in. So you guys won't have to wait long for the Wonder Kid to be back here on Wrestling Daily. Until then, you can find Mr. Tuesday Night, Sat E. Niangi. Callum, that's how you pronounce it. Sat E. Niangi. Get us to War Games. Get us to War Games. Remember, subscribers, yes, follow, like, share. Get us to War Games. I just wanted to add that. Louis, is your seat. I'll be JJ Dillon outside supporting you guys. <laughs> with your seat. I was going to say, we, we need. We, we got to sort something there. because No, no, I'm fine. Honest to goodness, you, you, you helped start this with AMAC. You deserve it. I'll be JJ Dillon. I'll blade outside for you guys. <laughs> I'm wearing red. To be, fair, to be fair, right, you can get Eight, ten people on StreamYard, right? So if we got four sides, four per side, Adam, we can have sat on screen in the managerial role. I'm liking the sound of this. I mean, listen, it all works. Uh, speaking of working, I'll be back tomorrow, SP3, 8 p.m. Right here, UK time. I believe it's 3 p.m. US, I think. Uh, East Coast. Anyway, we'll be back here with SP3 tomorrow steph chase thursday adam blompier with the reverse quizzle mania on friday it's going to be a good week of shows guys thank you for joining us and we will catch you next time Bye.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.